This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go. Coming up in a little bit, Harold Reynolds, MLB Network analyst, former Gold Glove winner. Knows nothing about home runs, but we'll talk about the home run derby. If I gave you Shohei Otani or the field tonight, and also... Are the Astros playing the role of victims? So Harold will join us coming up. Reggie Miller will join us coming up next hour. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. What you liked, you didn't like. Dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. I think we settled on a poll question, McLovin. Yeah, what was the biggest event of the weekend? Number one is uh, Italy beating England. Number two, still the Joker, but it's all pretty close after that. The Bucks suns game is in there. Uh, McGregor-Poirier and also the Copa. Argentina beats Brazil. Now, I, I don't pay for UFC fights. I'll watch the highlights when they're done. But to gear up for the evening on Saturday night, thinking you're going to see <laughs> Poirier and McGregor, and it's going to be one of those great contests, and then McGregor breaks his leg. Uh, McGregor was saying that Poirier, I think, was going to go out on a stretcher. Turns out it was McGregor who went out on a stretcher. You know, you go back to what was the first match between these two, 2014, and McGregor won, I think, a couple of minutes in. I don't think he's gotten better. I think he's just a great marketer. And and I, I see a lot of Ronda Rousey in Conor McGregor because I think Ronda Rousey was a wonderful, you know, started out like, oh, my God, you can't beat her. She's dominating. And then all of a sudden, there were other fighters who got better than her. Like, she became a celebrity. Remember when she got knocked out by Holly Holm? We're like, whoa, it's like Tyson, you know, got knocked out in Tokyo by Buster Douglas. Well, Conor McGregor's made a lot of money, and he's great at marketing. In fact, he was trying to promote his next fight while I think he was 
on the canvas with a broken leg. But he's won three of his last seven fights. He's overrated. Well, he just is. And he got beat by a, a better fighter. Poirier's a better fighter who's evolved and gotten better. Conor McGregor hasn't. Well, he's, I, I think he goes in with this bravado like, oh, you're going to back down. Well, after a while, you go, mm-hmm. kind of like Mike Tyson. Tyson went in the ring, and you're like, oh, my God. And then you withstand you know, the, the first couple of rounds. You survive. Then you beat him. And with Conor McGregor breaking his leg, I'm sure he'll be back. And you know, I guess they're going to fight again. But I look at McGregor. He's, uh, he's washed to me. Yeah, Paul. Maybe someone today should come up with a business uh, fight insurance where if a, a fighter is injured in the first round and can't continue, but injured like a weird freak accident, you buy fight insurance and you get your money back. Mm. Some company could get a couple actuaries going and sell fight insurance. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Dana White, I'm sure he's going to love to give you money back. Oh, yeah, sounds great. Yeah, Paulie, I love your idea. All you do is, is charge enough where that if it, it comes out your way and the fight happens, you get all the insurance money. Yeah. All right, so we got a poll question here. Your phone calls are always welcome. Um no series lead in the 2021 playoffs is safe in part because you don't know which teams are healthy, going to stay healthy. But beyond that, it feels like, you know, everybody's evenly matched and the Suns look like they were in great shape. They won the first two games. Bucks came back. They dominated at the end of the first half and then the end of the third quarter to blow out the Phoenix Suns. Giannis got 41 leading the way. Um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker never really got going. DeAndre Ayton looked pretty good, but he couldn't stay out of foul trouble because he's trying to guard the Greek freak. So what's the key to the rest of the series? And, and maybe it's energy. Maybe it's a sense of urgency. Maybe it's just being aggressive. I, I always like this. I find it amusing, I should say. Whenever a coach loses a game in a, in a playoff series, NBA Finals, he'll say, oh, the other team was just more aggressive. Okay, if that's, the, if that's all it is, then Milwaukee, just be more aggressive in the next game, and then you win. Or why doesn't Monty Williams say, hey, guys, let's be more aggressive out there. Here is the head coach of the Suns talking about the Bucs being more aggressive. They played with a, a great deal of aggression for longer stretches than we did, and um, we knew it was coming. We did not respond to it well. Uh, tonight, um, especially in the second and, and third quarters. Were they saving their aggression in games one and two? Like, they, were, hey, we're going to save up our aggression for game three. As you move forward here, you know, Chris Paul and Devin Booker aren't going to stay quiet for long. But, you know, the NBA Finals got a lot more interesting last night with what the Greek freak did. I find him fascinating to watch. But... And when I when I watch him, I get frustrated as well because I, I would love for him to get up there and just shoot your free throw. Don't think so much. And he's going through this mental maze of, OK, and then dribble and I got that and then I got that and I got that. You saw this with penalty kicks yesterday. The younger guys for England, you start to think. And the worst thing an athlete can do is think. They react. That's what makes them so great. They've thought leading up to when they have to react. If I'm Giannis, or if I was coaching Giannis, I would say, 
Just go up there and shoot your free throw. Don't be thinking. If you're thinking and you're shooting that bad, how about you don't think? Because maybe that would be a different approach. And the other part of this is I don't, you don't need to prove that you can shoot a three because you know what? You can't shoot a three. But I would, if, if you, I would have the Akeem Olajuwon approach. Akeem was a wonderful, maybe 15, 18 foot, but he could beat you off the dribble. Giannis is a, a far more elusive player outside getting to the hoop than Akeem was. And Akeem, one of my favorite players of all time. I would just have the Greek freak down low, and I would say, you want to double him? Now it's up to Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday to hit these shots, or Brooke Lopez. That, that would be my approach. I don't want the Greek freak to dribble the ball up because you know what happens then? All I do is set up the wall like Miami did in the postseason, like Phoenix did in you know the first couple of games. I don't want you to be able I – want, I want my guy to dictate what you do. And I said this in the first hour. I don't care if Shaq hit a jumper or Kareem hit a jumper, Wilt hit a jumper. Do what you do great. Don't water it down by doing things that you don't do well. And get them in foul trouble. You know, let make Aiton guard you. And then if you're able to you know, send it out to the perimeter, it's up to those guys to make shots. But you're watching him, and, and it feel, it's frustrating for me because he can be the best player in the sport. Now, he's been an MVP twice, so that's obvious. But I don't think he's generally viewed as the best player in the sport. Most valuable? Okay. That's always up for debate. But I think if you put him in positions to succeed, then there's nobody like him. No one. Uh, but it feels like, hey, I'm going to put him on the perimeter. He's going to dribble the ball up. Uh, to me, it just doesn't seem like you're taking advantage of all the great things that he does. And then shooting the free throws, that's just something that he's mentally going to have to figure out. It's like Sergio Garcia is one of the wonder. He's one of the great ball strikers ever. But remember, he'd get over the ball and he'd grip and then he'd regrip and then grip and then regrip and then regrip. Okay, just made it worse. And then all of a sudden, he just got up there. Now it's it's a lot more comfortable, and he hits the ball great. But you know, you get to the line, you start thinking, and you become mechanical. It's not good. But what you saw last night, like the, these are impressive numbers. Whenever you see LeBron, Shaq, and the Greek Freak, you go, well, must have been a pretty good night. It's rare when you go, hey, I'm up there with these guys, and I didn't have a great night, because he did. And my approach would be, I would just get him the ball down low. You want to double? Now my guy's got to hit jumpers. They hit jumpers, now you can't double him. I'm going to put Aiton in foul trouble. Nobody can guard him. He's just so elusive down low. Nobody can guard him. I don't want him on the perimeter. All right. Uh, Matt in Ohio. Hey, Matt, what's on your mind today? All right, Dan. Our Cincinnati Reds is my best of the weekend, baby. Took three out of four from the Brewers. Six games over 500, only four back Woo. going into the All-Star break. Woo. And um, I got a quick fishing story. Okay. Um, you, sh- you should be very thankful that that, that uh, hook was barbless. Oh, um, I know. I, 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 had, I hooked my face when I went fly fishing. I, I told the harrowing story of my fly fishing trip to uh, Montana, and I somehow survived. Yeah. Yes, man. I've, I've got a similar story that wasn't quite as happy of an ending. I was in Sarasota fishing with, a, with like a saltwater lure that had these sharp trebles on them that had barbs, and I got stuck in a tree, 
and I'm trying to rip it out of there, and it came back, and I got two trebles in my knee, and um, I got a $1,300 medical bill for my free vacation. <laughs> wow. But, <laughs> Yeah, 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 I mean, like fishing's a contact sport. Ridiculous. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. But um, my brother got the worst of it. He fell out of a boat and hit a rock and had to get seven. Like, he got staples. What's what's the difference between stitches and staples, Paulie? I, I, they're much more popular these days. They just pop them in. It seems like staples are the thing. Oh. They're more of a hard plastic yeah. than, a, than a twine. Okay, yeah, see. So is staples then an indication of a more severe injury, or is it just a more convenient type of stitch? Like, you know, they have now, uh, my son got smashed in the face, and he had to get uh, stitches, but instead they just used the glue. Yeah. You've seen that where they just have basically like a glue, yeah. and they glued his face back together, and then it's like, okay, now you're all set. Well, that's what we suggested for my brother is just slap some glue on because I was catching glue. fish. Yeah, I, you know, when now I had to go to the emergency room in Butte, Montana to get my brother stapled up. I don't know. Doesn't it sound more impressive when you're getting stitched oh, up? Oh, yeah. You know, I got staples. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, a couple things here. Uh, staples are uh, easier to put in and out, according to uh, WebMD, than stitches. But the glue thing is the worst because when you're a kid or whenever you have a story, like if your brother told a story, he can't say I had a... Uh, seven inches of glue put on my head. You want to have the number of sta- stitches yeah. or staples because the more the number is, the worse injury was. Yeah, it's more about the story. Yes, and you need a number to go with it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like how many uh, stitches was that? Like, I don't know, three squeezes <laughs> of the glue. Three, like, squeezes. Half a tube of super yeah, glue. Yeah, it's like 12 stitches, though, yeah, okay? Yeah. Each squeeze is like four stitches. They call it skin glue. It's an alternative to staples or stitches. Yes, Todd. It's like saying you had knee surgery versus, you know, you got your knee taped up. There's just there's two drastically different sounding things. I thought to me, staples sounded worse. Like you got to like, I'm picturing an actual stapler and they're like hitting the thing into your head <laughs> to keep your, you know, get your skull closed. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he somehow survived and went fishing the next day by the end of the evening. So we have to take my brother to the emergency room. He gets all stapled up. And then by, then we went back and had dinner by the end of the night. I think he said that he had had like 41 stitches. Like he just kept adding stitches to it. Whenever he'd tell the story to somebody else, he'd go, yep, got 24 stitches. And they're like, and then after a while, I'm like, wait, why do you keep adding like seven stitches every time somebody uh, asks? And then I said, they're staples. They're not stitches. Yeah, Paul. According to a couple other websites, staples, uh, lower risk of infection than a suture, that wounds heal better. Fewer issues with scarring. Uh, they also let the doctor get into areas that are hard to get to for suturing. But sutures, you want a scar. The scar is the story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I secretly was hoping I hooked myself in the face, and I thought it would be nice if I had a scar coming back. But, uh, yeah, not not that lucky. Pulled, I pulled it out. I you know, pulled the uh, barbless hook out, my fly that was there. <laughs> Uh, I'm a man. Do you yeah. kind of wish that the hook uh, was no, barbed no. so that it says like, no. it sounds more? Oh no, because my guide said you know that could have gone all the way through, and then mm. they'd have to take it out from the other side, and this would have been a really big deal. Uh, but uh, you know, when you're casting your uh, fly in the wind, you know bad things can happen, and it came back and. Smack me right in the face. Uh, Ted and O, uh, Ted in Tampa, I should say, and then we'll take a break. Harold Reynolds will join us coming up a little bit. Hey, Ted. Hey, Dan. Lightning strikes twice. 
I got a good uh, two best for you. Okay. First, uh, Barty Party cancel, cancels a check at Wimbledon. And then second, first time in reported sports history, the same day that the city's hockey league team won the Stanley Cup, their baseball team threw a no-hitter. Okay, well, that. <laughs> thank you, Ted. I think the odds of that happening are, are very remote because you'd have to have a hockey team in a baseball town. But, uh, by the way, congrats on the Lightning. Lightning do strike twice. And uh, they were the far better team against Montreal. But uh, I, saw, I saw where they have a dive team in case the Lightning throw the Stanley Cup into the water. <laughs> so just, just, you know, with what happened with Brady, I think that they have a dive team on hand. How about an inner tube around the cup? No, that's no. You got to have danger there. Oh, okay, got to have danger there. <laughs> and plus, hockey players. I mean, who knows how good those hands are when? Uh, and those guys, I think they're all going to look like Brady <laughs> by the end of that. It's going to be like uh, Gilligan's Island started out a three-hour cruise, three-hour tour, and then ended up years later with those guys. All right, we'll take a break. Harold Reynolds will join us. We'll talk a little bit about uh, baseball at the break. And if I gave you a Shohei Otani. Or the field for home run derby. And are the Astros playing the role of victims? Take a break. More phone calls coming up. We'll give you our best and the worst, uh, best and worst of the weekend coming up. Uh, 16 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. And that means there's no limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing. In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So when it comes to Discover, as I found out when I was in Montana, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events. You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. 
It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. MLB Network's live coverage from Coors Field begins today at 2 Eastern, tomorrow at 3 Eastern. Plus, MLB Network will debut a new documentary on Fernando Tatis Jr. this Wednesday at 8 Eastern. Joined by Harold Reynolds, former Gold Glove winner and uh, Major League Baseball Network analyst. HR, where are you right now? DP, I'm hooking you up, man. I walked over here to Coors Field. You see the entrance behind me? Yeah. And then I'm going to show you. This is media day. Okay. All lined up. It's going to be outdoors for the first time. All the tables, all the players will come down and talk to all, everybody today. So that starts, I think, in a couple hours. Weather is going to be fine? It's going to be 90. Ooh. It's been roasting hot. So, yeah, it'll be good. All right. If I gave you Shohei Otani or the field tonight. If you gave me Shohei Otani on the field. Or the field in home run derby. Oh, he's he's gonna outdo everybody. You well combined, there's gonna be more home runs, but he's gonna hit the longest one. Dan, I'll tell you, when I first went to Angels Camp three years ago, and Shohei had just been there like two days, two or three days, and I got there fairly early. I get to camp and I'm like, Mike Trout. So I'm standing there talking to Mike. I said, Mike, tell me about Shohei Otani. And he grabs me by his shoulder and goes, I've never seen power like this ever. I'm like, are you kidding me? And Justin Upton walks up and he says, Harold, he hits him on the rocks one-handed. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Now we're really seeing it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm always curious about this question that comes up about, hey, would you have him just concentrate on hitting or would you just let this play out? I mean, they lost him already for a season due to, you know, arm injury with pitching, but... How would you how would you play this out with Shohei Otani if you were Joe Madden? I think he Joe's the perfect manager. I let it play out, you know. And the other thing is, we get caught up in worrying about how great was Bo Jackson when we look back at it. We had him doing football and baseball. That's an amazing story. So if you take away the pitching from Shohei, he's just another glorified home run hitter. It's the fact that he's pitching, throwing 100 miles an hour. That makes him an attraction like we've never seen before. So let him keep doing it. Uh, how is he as a pitcher? 
Great stuff. I think too early on they used too many breaking balls. Put him in, in trouble. The last three or four games I've watched him pitch, he started attacking with the fastball. And, you know, when you're throwing 97, 98, and nobody's ever hit you. I remember this with you, Darvish. I went to you, Darvish's first game when he came over here, all the hype and the spring training. And I don't remember who it was, but they turned around his fastball and hit it over the monster in <laughs> center. And he started throwing breaking balls the rest of the game. You got to think, they've never had anybody hit that fastball. Yeah. So I think that had to happen to Shohei, too. He's starting to figure it out now. Is there a pitch you can get him out on? Because it feels like everybody's got a hole. There's a book on you after a couple of times through the league. Yeah, I, I think you can go down and out on him a lot more and you can keep him off speed with some, some breaking balls. Um, the amazing thing about what he's doing offensively is Mike Trout's out and they keep pitching to him. What are these knuckleheads doing? <laughs> I don't get it. But also, when I, when I want the sound, I told people if I just showed up and listened to him hit batting practice, take batting practice, like I, I, that would, I don't need to see the ball. I hear the ball, and it just sounds different. Do you remember a guy that had that similar sound when the ball left his bat? Uh, it was Bo Jackson. You know, I, I sound like the old Buck O'Neill talking about Josh Gibson, Babe Ruth. And Bo Jackson, it's the only time you heard those sounds. And I'm telling you, another Bo Jackson story for you. So we're hitting in the kingdom early, and now it's Bo's, Bo knows Bo is full four. He already runs over Bosworth. He's ran 80, 100 yards for a touchdown in the kingdom. So the next year he's taking BP, and he's telling me, he's already thrown me out, so we became friends. He's telling me, you know switch hitter either. You can't run and you can't switch hit. And he's taking BP. He's hitting. And he turns around to the left side and says, Bo's a switch hitter. He hits one, Dan. He hits one into the fifth deck in the kingdom. Now, I've been there 10 years in Seattle, and I only saw five balls go up there. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so that's how I think of Shohei. It's the only athlete I can think that we've never come across before is Bo. But if he had concentrated on just baseball, if Bo Jackson had, finish that statement. Well, he'd be in Cooperstown. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He, that he was just starting to figure it out. The other thing, if you drop Bo into this generation right now where strikeouts didn't matter, <laughs> we may not see the broken bat over the knee, but we see some big swings and some long balls. But also Reggie Jackson famously, you know, he struck out more than anybody. But imagine Reggie Jackson in today's baseball world. It would just It's just a different game. It just really is. I mean, it's like your favorite sport, like basketball. Guys shooting threes all the time. Imagine all the great scores of the years past. Those guards like Pistol Pete and stuff with the three-point line. And, and if you said that's the most important, it's just a different time we're playing in. He's Harold Reynolds, the former Gold Glove winner. Uh, gave us one of his Gold Gloves and then famously took it back. Uh, MLB <laughs> Network analyst. Yeah, that still hurt. Because you know what? It was such a crappy trophy that when, oh, we, man. when we first got that, like we thought it was gold. And 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 it, and it was just a glove they spray painted, Harold, and said, "Here's your gold glove." Yeah, if that thing was gold, that would have been spent a long time ago. <laughs> um, are the Astros trying to play the role of victims? It's so tired, Dan. Look, you're gonna get booed. You've been booed. I understand. If you have an injury and you're not coming to the All Star game, I'll give you a pass. I understand it, but. 
if, if it's what I'm hearing that they're not coming because they don't want to be booed, oh, it is one of the tiredest things I've ever heard in sports. Uh, it's not living up to the responsibility of what you should be. And it's disappointing to the, to the, 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 to the core. It's disappointing if that's the case. Well, you had El Tuve when, you know, he hits the walk-off. And, look, he's a wonderful player. And I don't Hold know. Hold on one sec. Somebody's backing up a yeah, car on me. I don't... Hey, I got Dan Patrick on. Yeah, I don't want you to get hurt, Harold. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. See, this is Dan Patrick. <laughs> and he's, like, live right now. And he said, can you stop the beefing? You're messing up the show. See? Dan, you got pulled, man. All right. It, it, is, is that the porta potty guy? No, actually, uh. Yeah, he is, actually, <laughs> appropriately. Yeah, right on cue with uh, me talking to you. <laughs> I'll be like 30 more seconds. He's not going to let me talk much longer. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I don't want you to – Harold Reynolds injured by porta potty is not a good headline for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you get everything down here. Yeah. Uh, well, they're getting ready. You know, there's our set for MLB tonight. The, the red carpet is going to run through here, Dan. Uh, as well. So they got, they're going to have fans lined up on the side over there and over there, and the players will walk straight down here on the red carpet all the way to the stadium into the entrance there. So that's where I'm standing. Hey, uh, have fun. We'll be watching later today. Always great to catch up with you. Thanks, my friend. Harold Reynolds. Yeah, Harold gave us one of his gold gloves, and then we got it, and I went, what a disappointment. He loaned it to us. And we got it, and we went, God, that's all you get for being a gold glove winner? It was just a baseball glove, and it was it was spray-painted. And then it had two, two baseballs there. And I thought, you could have made this in shop class. Uh, by the way, MLB Network's coverage of the All-Star Game festivities starts at 2 Eastern today, tomorrow at 3 Eastern. Plus, MLB Network will debut a documentary on Fernando Tatis Jr., this Wednesday at 8 Eastern. Isn't it a little early for a documentary on <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr.? The early years of Fernando Tatis Jr. the third? Yes, Paul. When, when Harold sent us that gold glove, again, I've never seen one in person, I thought he was punking us. Like he got someone to put, put a little wood stand, grabbed an old <laughs> Rawlings A2000 and some Rust-Oleum and sent it in. I, I thought we were being punked. Yeah, that was bad. I, I felt bad because, you know, Harold won three of those. And I thought... You know, when, when Darius Rucker loaned us his Grammy, now that had some weight to it. That that was it wasn't as big a trophy as I thought. I mean, it's not as big as a sports Emmy that I have, but you know, it was pretty cool. And then you get the Heisman that uh, Carson Palmer loaned us. Now that that's like almost fifty pounds. Yeah, see. Do you think the gold gloves that they give out now are the same that they did in? Say what, like the late '80s, early '90s, maybe when mm-hmm. HR was playing. I, I hope, I hope they've upgraded, because I would not want to win a gold glove if that was what my my prize was. You boot a few? Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> I don't want that thing. Damn good. Yeah, I, like you can't really put it in with other trophies that you have. Yeah, in the club. Do we have to be quiet about the Heisman so no one comes after that again? Because oh, there's a pattern. Oh, I know. But yeah. who would come? They have no rights to. Well, it's Carson Palmer's, but. We thought it was Darius Rucker's, and then the Grammys said, you got to get that back. You can't be loaning that out. And I thought, wait, this is Darius's Grammy. And then Darius said, oh, I don't want to upset the Grammys where, you know, I don't win another Grammy. So we had to send it back to him. We had to overnight that damn thing. It probably cost me 
you know, $300 to make sure I got it back to Darius. And then we saw Darius, he was joining us and he was in his bedroom and he had his Grammys underneath a nightstand there. It wasn't even on display. We're trying to give the Grammys a little publicity here and the Grammys could use that. Yes, Todd. Was it more awesome or disappointing to find out that Carson Palmer was leaving his coveted Heisman trophy with cobwebs on it, like in the garage before he sent it to us? Um... It, you have actors who have their, you know, Academy Awards that they'll put in the bathroom. So I, I don't know. I think, you know, in Carson's mind, like I want it, but it, it doesn't define me. And I don't need to put it on display. Plus, you don't have to worry about somebody stealing it if they don't even <laughs> know that it's there. Yeah, McClellan. No, we got to get a hold of a green jacket for the studio. Yeah, we're not going to get that. What if our boy John Rom loves us? What yeah, if he? Yeah, wins? but we we no, they, they just don't let that. That would be bad. It I would thought... be great, but it would be bad if if somebody from Augusta tuned in. Somebody from the Masters, like whose green jacket is that? Uh, it's uh, it's uh, Phil Mickelson's. Phil. Yeah, Paul. I got the 2020 MLB Gold Glove Award. It's a little different than the one in Harold Reynolds' day, but it appears to be the same hmm. spray-painted on a perch there. It's pretty cool. It says Rawlings. There's a couple baseballs. No, no, it's not cool at all. If you're, It's like a car that has imperfections. If you're 30 feet away, it's a yeah. great-looking trophy. Yes. If you're about 10 feet away, it's a great-looking trophy. Once you get up and see that it's a, it's a Rawlings glove with a... Spray paint yeah, it just it's <laughs> it's a well done job. They, just missing the macaroni that you put around the thing. <laughs> it looks like kind of like the Notre Dame helmets, the kind of gold spray paint. The current Notre Dame helmets. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could make that in shop class and do a better job in shop class. Yes, Todd. I don't understand why that's kind of a big deal winning a gold glove. I know if more than a few people. I think them. it used to be. How is that not? That's a pretty impressive thing to get a gold for it to look like some kind of replica. Well, of an tell actual... me, tell me who won gold gloves last year. That's a, that's a very <laughs> exactly. Good Nobody cares. We used to. We used to care about things like fielding. But the person that <laughs> won it should, cares, and I'm sure would like it to not look like something that came out of shop class in junior high school. Yes, Paul. I have a solution. If you win it, let's say you win a gold glove in 2020. The next year, you play the entire season with an actual gold glove. Mm. So when people look down the field, like. Hey, why has that shortstop got a gold glove on? He's a winner. So now you get more publicity for it. I'm barely kidding. No, I think you could do that. But I don't know if they would let you with the color of it. I, you know, based on all these unwritten rules. Rawlings could put together a special gold-tipped glove. And then when you look in the field and your kid goes, why does that guy have one that's different than everybody else's? Well, because he's one of the best fielders. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, like... Nolan Arenado down at third base, and he's got a gold glove. Yes, Tom. But if you make an error, it calls that much more attention. I thought you're a gold glove, and you got this big sparkly thing on your hand, and it well, went right I, through. I don't know if they're as sensitive as the Astros are, and they don't want to be yelled at. Stop it. Stop booing. We're not going to the All-Star game. Boo-hoo. Uh, let's go around the room, best and worst of the weekend. Todd, I'm going to start with you. It could be best and worst of the week. Since we were on vacation. My best is Saturday's women's doubles match at Wimbledon. Hopefully I'm going to pronounce this right. Shea Suey of Taiwan and Elise Mertens of Belgium <laughs> won the women's doubles title at Wimbledon. I found it very fascinating. The doubles was really great. In the process, they saved two match points against the Russian duo of Veronica Kudermatova and Yelena Vesnina. 
That you you love stuff. European female I really tennis do. players. Uh, I do. I, I think I that's like really. What I like. You didn't watch the men's doubles, did I you? I did not. But I will say, doubles <laughs> is exciting because they're, they're right up at the net and their oh, shots yeah. are coming right yeah, at them yeah. and they're gonna hit it back. And the guys do the same thing and they have the oh, same rules as well. Yeah, it's about that. I'm not, I figured they'd do something <laughs> similar, but I preferred watching the women's. Uh, worst brave star Ronaldo. You're so. I know. Yeah, I like the beach volleyball. I like what I like. You're very transparent. Brave star Ronald Acuna Jr. Here's the worst. Uh, Getting carted off the field Saturday at the Marlins. Tore his right ACL mm. trying to catch a ball at the warning track in the fifth inning. Done for the year. Yeah, that's sad to see. Great player. Uh, McLevin? Uh, my Philadelphia Phillies back to 500 after beating the Red Sox despite losing a huge chunk of their team uh, for uh, COVID rules, which is weird. Uh, they're getting widely criticized. That's my worst, too. Uh, my other uh, worst is what's up with England? I'm sorry. I just have to rub it in. Like, what? Why can't they get this right? I was so into it because they were home uh, in the Euro final. To lose like that at home seemed pretty tough. And Italy was favored. I think a slight favorite at Wembley. You have to keep in mind, I'm the casual fan. Like, oh, I'm I, not like these too. guys at all. I am too. I, I mean, I do enough research on it, but you know, Italy was a better team. And I have a question for the soccer guys too. Are penalty kicks, they're not good. That's what I was reading on Twitter. Like soccer enthusiasts do not like it. They say it's sort of a, a bad way to end the game. Well, they did have the extra time. They had two 15-minute periods there. But it felt like they were very, very conservative, both sides. Yeah, Paul. Well, with a sport where you run that much, they can't have unlimited play, where it just goes on for hours and hours. Like the NBA, you, you could substitute players more liberally. Hockey, you could even substitute players more liberally. But soccer, there's, there's very few substitutions. You can't have a guy running to death. Well, how many players do you have? On the squad, you probably have, uh, see and help me out, like 18 players for 11 spots. But... There's three substitutions a game traditionally. You could expand that for the oh okay after it's, yeah. Since COVID, they've upped that to five subs, yeah. and then when you go to extra time, you can add a sixth. Mm. But other than that, that's all you could do like strategically. But right, England is getting criticized because they had like way better players. Well, not better players, but just more experienced players. Uh, and and they were criticized a lot for playing too conservatively. Once they scored that first goal, yeah. two minutes in, they just kind of sat back and were like, "All right, let's just defend." And then you know you just you can't keep that up forever. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, see. Uh, my best is just the audacity of Conor McGregor to still continue talking trash while laying on the canvas, <laughs> getting his broken leg taken care of. He's like, "That's right, you. I'm coming for you." He's saying all this stuff. I'm like, "Dude, they're like carting you off right now, and you're still talking trash." It's just. Unreal. Yeah. Um, and I, we've hit it a couple of times, but the pettiness of the back and forth between the Yankees and the Astros, Aaron Judge tugging on his jersey. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, dude, just stop it already, both of them. <laughs> I thought it was funny. And then, uh, and then they rip off Altuve's jersey to no, show that No he, tattoo, by the way. Yeah. Where's his ugly tattoo? Yeah, I thought he, he had an a, ugly tattoo. That he was afraid of. Yeah. And the wire that he supposedly had on. Uh, Paulie? A couple of best of the weekends. The easiest headline of all time. Lightning strikes twice. Tampa Bay repeats as cup champion. Mm. Tampa Bay Lightning looked great. They were just dominant the whole way. Uh, and I would say the other, I guess it's best and worst, Marv Albert retiring. That That's a great broadcaster. He really made the NBA better during his time. It feels like he was the voice of the 80s, 90s, and going forward. He had a lot of big playoff games that he handled. Yep. Yeah. Kind of took it for granted that Marv was always going to be there with the big game. All right. Let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. Reggie Miller will join us coming up next hour. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Alrighty. More calls, best and worst of the weekend. This whole Aaron Rodgers situation is fascinating. I've maintained all along, and I'll continue to maintain all along, that Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers. But every time he's been asked about it, you know, he's very vague. I don't know. You know, we'll see. I'm going to enjoy this next week coming up. Even on the match when uh, Tom Brady was there, Brady gave him a little grief there. I like that. I don't know what other options Aaron Rodgers has. You know, you're going to not play? Uh, you're waiting for the Packers to trade you? Doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And the time is kind of running out for you to go to a new team and get ready to go. At least I would think so. And your best chance to win is in Green Bay. 
I get the feeling, and I, I've said this before, he just wants to make the Packers squirm a little bit. They did it to him. And now, now I'm going to say this in his mind, like, hey, we're drafting your replacement. Okay, Rodgers has gone through this when they drafted him and they had Brett Favre, and he probably felt like, you know, nobody's going to embrace me. Everybody loves Favre, and I'll never be able to replace the legend of Brett Favre, which he was able to do. And then, hey, I just gave you an MVP season, or, I, you know, the prior to that, I gave you an MVP season, but you drafted my replacement the previous year. So maybe he just feels like, all right, how about I turn this back on you guys and make you squirm? You know, how's it feel? I don't know if they're going to make him the highest paid quarterback. I don't know how important that is to him. I think he wants to make sure, and this is just from what I've read. I have no information on this, that you're going to guarantee I'm going to be the starter. I'm not going to lose my job to this guy. I mean, that, that, I think he wants them to squirm. And I think he wants a guarantee that I'm the starter, barring an injury, that I'm going to be the starter for the duration of this contract. That would be my feeling. I just think that, you know, he doesn't have an answer yet, maybe on his contract. But other than that, what else are you asking for? No. You got your best receiver is going to be signing a long-term deal. No. You still got a good offensive line. You got a good running back. You like your coach. You like Green Bay. You like the fan. Like, you like all of this. Why would you want to leave? Yeah, Paul. Is it possible the Packers are just uh, kind of soaking all this awkwardness up? in lieu of giving him a new contract. You, he may have to hold out. He may have to leave at the end of the season. You may have to trade him. But you don't want to give him three years and $125 million at this age. I don't think that's what they want to do. Well, you have to be sure about Jordan Love. And if you're sure about Jordan Love, then I would have traded Aaron Rodgers. I don't think the Packers are sure about Jordan Love. How could you be? Guy didn't even play in a game. He's good in practice. I was good in practice. I, that doesn't make any sense. But if I, if you said to me, this is like Patrick Mahomes with Alex Smith. Wait, look, we got to trade Alex because Mahomes is so good. And And I think they thought, given the previous years prior to the MVP season, that Rodgers was on the decline, that he had become, you know, maybe outside the top 10 in quarterbacks. Because he had, what, 25, 26 touchdowns those two two seasons? That's pedestrian. And then he has an unbelievable season. I think the Packers bet on Aaron declining, and uh, you know he's making them pay for that bet. He would love nothing better than Jordan Love not being able to play at all for the next three years. Where you go, yeah, how'd that first round, just reminding you, how'd that first round draft pick do? Oh, that's right. He hasn't played yet. He can't beat me out. You know, one of the, the match last week with Phil and Bryson and Rodgers and Brady, uh, Brady and Rodgers are throwing the ball around between holes, and they're just snapping it to each other, and they're, they're talking about, like, they were actually talking shop. Like, oh, so you do a little twist thing with your hip. And then Brady goes, he goes, he goes, you know, you could ask Aaron. He's he's the face of the Packers, kind of, I guess. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing, and Rodgers just has like this big grin on his face. But Brady is, at this late stage of his career, becoming a master smack talker. He has. You know, he had all of this there in New England. He wasn't allowed to showcase it. But now he's making up for lost time. Yeah, McLovin. 
I feel like, uh, you know, Paul, said three years, like Aaron Rodgers is 37. In today's NFL, a 40-year-old quarterback is perfectly viable, isn't he? Yeah. I'd give him that money in a heartbeat. Yeah, but how many are, you know, Drew Brees. Was, Physical problems. Was not a great, yeah, he was not a great quarterback. But he had a shoulder problem, didn't he? He kept getting hurt. And same with Peyton Manning, he had a neck problem. Is Aaron Rodgers. Well, Rodgers had the separated shoulder. That's true. Would you give him three years at 120, 130? That's like kind of market rate for the high end quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think other teams would line up to give him that, wouldn't they? Uh, I'm I'm guessing. I'm guessing Denver would. I don't but he shows no signs of slowing down, it feels like. Like he's smarter. What happens is, you know, you you uh, substitute. Hey, I don't have the same kind of athleticism, but I know. I mean, Brady is getting by on just being smart. I mean, he still throws a pretty good ball, but you know, he's, it, these are dump pounds. He just kind of all right. What are you giving me? What am I taking? Those kind of things. As you get older at that position, you know, you're able to sort of say, I'm going to dictate what we want. You know, to happen here. It's like Kurt Warner when the greatest show on turf with the Rams said, I wanted them to blitz me because then I could dictate what I wanted to do. And, you know, Brady's probably the same way. Roger's the same way. There's a cerebral level there that, uh, you know, it's just something you can't teach. It's just absorbed. It's by proxy of spending 15, 20 years. Yeah, Paul. That uh, Kurt Warner movie is coming along. They're filming it now? <laughs> I know. Uh, guy, I don't know this actor much about him. Zachary Levi is playing Kurt Warner. He was Shazam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anna Paquin is Brenda Warner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dennis Quaid is Dick Vermeil. Dennis Dennis Quaid has to be in every sports movie, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. As a coach or something, it feels like. Yeah, we. God, I remember talking to Warner about that. It felt like seven or eight years ago. When they were first talking about that movie, yes. Yeah, That's always the craziest thing to me when you hear people talk about movies and they're like, oh, yeah, well, about uh, seven years ago, we all yeah. got together in a meeting and then, yeah, now here's the movie out now. It's like, it takes that long. I don't know how anything gets done in Hollywood. You know, where somebody says, hey, I got this idea. And you're like, okay. And then you pass around the script and then, you know, then it falls apart and then you can't get somebody who wants, you're trying to get this guy not available. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody picks a script back up and you go, oh, you know, that was available 10 years ago. At least that's what happens to me in Hollywood. But basically, I call Sandler and I go, uh, you got anything for me? Danny, I'm supposed to have two cameos. He's got two sports movies. One's a basketball movie and the other one is about Sean Payton when he was suspended that one year and he coached his son's high school team. And I'm supposed to do a cameo in that as well. I'm just waiting for my script, Sandman. Can you check on uh, when these movies are coming out, Paul? Because if, if it's bad news, do you want to hear it? It's yeah, a Monday. it's okay. It's all right. In production. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're up against a break. Yeah. I mean, I survived a near tragic fishing trip to Montana. I can take whatever bad news you have for me. Sounds like a movie. Uh, maybe in 10 years from now, Dan, we can make mm. your fishing trip into a movie. Hmm. Hmm. All right, more phone calls coming up. And uh, Reggie Miller will stop by as well. Two hours in the books on this Monday. Seton Pauly, Fritz, and McLovin, yours truly.
Close out the second hour with Callaway. New epic drivers. Callaway is using artificial intelligence to bring you the future of speed. They're epic drivers. They are literally epic drivers. Jailbreak speed frame. What that means is it connects the top and bottom of the driver immediately behind the face. That enhances the stability at impact. In other words, the ball is going to stay on the uh, club face longer, more energy, and then that transfers to the ball, and the more energy means more ball speed, which means more distance. Jailbreak speed frame. Pretty impressive, right? There's an epic driver for just about every player. They've got the jailbreak speed frame in all of them. You're going to love the epic max, uh, the epic speed. That's the fastest epic. The better players use the epic max LS. I use the epic speed. But uh, the epic max LS, tour preferred combination of uh, low spin, high stability. But uh, there is a driver for you. The epic family of drivers. CallawayGolf.com slash epic. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.